Hey friends, welcome to episode five. I'm so excited that you're here. Today I have a special guest on. Her name is Misty Marsh. She is a dear friend of mine and Misty just shares light and goodness and love wherever she goes. She is going to talk to us today about finding your superpower as a mom. Enjoy! Hi and welcome! Do you ever feel busy, depressed, or overwhelmed? Then you have come to the right place. On this podcast, you will hear stories from all kinds of mamas that will uplift and inspire you and help you embrace your crazy life. After all, it takes a village to raise someone like me. Welcome to our village, the Mama's Love and Happy Tribe. <laughs> hey, and welcome. I'm so glad you guys are here, friends. I am here with my dear, dear friend, Misty Marsh. Say hi, Misty. Hello, Diana. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, Misty, would you um, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your family? I just love your kids, by the way. They're so stinking cute. They are pretty cute. I, I'm partial, I guess, but I really like them. <laughs> um, yes, I have four kids. We had four kids in just over three years while my oh husband my was gosh. in hospital. So that was an intense period of time. And um, But, you know, ultimately, God's in charge, and that's what was right for our family. And I, I love it now. So my oldest, I have twin boys who are 12, and my youngest daughter will be nine in a couple days. Oh my gosh. So that is, they're, they're a lot of fun. I enjoy having them that close. They, they tend to be interested in the same types of things. We can go see the same movies together. We can do similar things like that, that they in, just because there, there isn't this huge age spread. So we kind of have a unique situation in our family, but I absolutely love it. That is so fun. That must have been so hard when they were like tiny. It, it was intense. Yeah, it was. (laughs) ways it made it easier they always had someone to play with I never had that one kid that was you know attached to mom my, my twins came first so so in some ways it made it easier less sleep that's the only thing I really remember is a lot less sleep <laughs> I am sure um okay so tell me a little bit about your business because I so we met a long time ago um yep. it's been like 10 or 15 years that we've known each other And, um, you've always been interested in blogging and the internet, and I've always admired that. And now you're starting this new business. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I kind of stumbled my way into online business. Um, shortly after my twins were born, I felt like I really needed to start just being able to, to take care of them, you know, physically and financially if something were to happen. And so I started looking into emergency preparedness and members of my church congregation were interested in that. And so I would post stuff on my like family blog, you know, so that they could access it. And eventually that kind of took off on Pinterest. And I thought, Oh, I, I, I should learn how to do this. This could be a business. <laughs> um, so I, I started teaching myself and learning and studying and taking courses on how to, how to be successful as a business blogger. Um, and wasn't at first for a while, <laughs> made lots of mistakes. And, and over time I eventually created a very successful business and, um, which I sold in early 2018. Awesome. Good for you. Thank you. Um, and then I 
started doing a little bit of on the side web design for people just to kind of keep my foot in the door, but I really didn't, I didn't want to work. I wanted to have some time with my family. And so I wasn't working more than five or seven hours a week. And, but it gave me a lot of time to think um, and to pause. And part of what happened with that first business is for the last few years that I had it last five or six years that I had that business, I wanted out. I, it was exhausting and it was hard. It was hard Uh on my, and I didn't know how to balance my time very well. And, and I would pray if I could, if I could sell that business. And the answer was always no. And I was, I was kind of frustrated by that. And then the business is suddenly, well, not suddenly, but eventually that became successful. And I did know how to balance my time and I was doing okay. And then the answer came, okay, now it's time to sell it. (laughs) (laughs) Which was just an interesting perspective, right? Like I, I, I learned a lot about through that process. And as I was thinking through things and just pondering after selling it, I came to the realization that, that God taught me something through that process that he wanted me to share with other women. I think women are, are extremely powerful more so than they believe. Uh And the internet is a very dark place. Um, there's a lot of darkness that goes on there. There's a lot of hate and I'm not even talking about truly dark things like pornography and stuff like that. I'm just talking about comments on Facebook where people get mean and they uh-huh. aren't who they really are. And and we go to the internet and we feel worse about ourselves. And I think women can change that. I believe women, as they get online and they share goodness, they can can change that tide and fight that darkness. And in so doing, invite people to come closer to God and to be more like him. And I think they can't do that though unless they know how to successfully market themselves online. And so I, I kind of came to this realization that God wants me to help. And who knows how many it will be. It might be 10 and it might be thousands. But he wants me to help women be seen online and in good ways so that they can, can spread light and kind of fight the darkness that's there. So that's my current business that I'm, I'm working on right now is to, to try and help women do that. Oh my gosh. And everything that I've ever seen that you've been putting out just shares every aspect of what you just said. You are a person that totally shares light. Um, and when, when you were talking about your business, how you told, you were told not to sell it. And then all of a sudden you were told to sell it. Isn't it interesting? God's timing. Yes, (laughs) very much. So he's, he's, he knows more than we do. And when we trust him, great things happen, right? I love it. I totally love it. He's amazing. Okay. Well, one of the things that you have shared with your business and through it is these mommy, not mommies, moms having superpowers and women having superpowers. I am just going to let you talk about that because I love your aspect on that and your perspective and everything like that. So go for it. All right. Thank you. This is definitely one of my favorite topics and I kind of alluded to it a little bit already, but this, it definitely applies to online business, which is how I apply it, you know, as I teach online about this concept, but it applies to any woman in any situation. So I'm excited to to share some of my thoughts here with you. I, I think that success in life comes when we truly accept who we are. Um, so I like calling this, you know, like you mentioned, people have, women have superpowers, but we can't figure out what our our superpower is um, if there's kryptonite around us. So uh-huh. I like I like using the term superpower because of the 
the analogies that become available to to us to understand this concept. But you know, Superman he has superpowers, but he he can't use them at all if he's around kryptonite. Yeah. And as daughters of God, our kryptonite is comparison, and I think that it's become a huge problem in our society because of the internet, to be honest. Uh It's very easy for us to compare ourselves to other people. And this kind of creates this culture of where, you know, we see others well-edited, well-crafted pictures, and we think, oh, they're so wonderful and they can do everything. And another thing that happens is we'll see, you know, Jane, who does really well at this, and Mary, who does really well at something different, but somehow in our mind, we think we should be both of them. Uh-huh. We think we should be able to do what everybody's doing online. And Mary's not doing what Jane's doing. And Jane's not doing what Mary's doing. But but somehow in our mind, we feel that way. And it becomes really toxic. And we get discouraged and envious. And, and that can create, or it definitely creates an environment where we aren't able to see what our own superpower is, what got the talents and gifts that God has given us that we can use to bless others. And, and I really don't believe God wants us to be envious of each other. I don't think he wants us to compare each other. He doesn't want us to feel that discouragement and uh-huh. that failure. So I a hundred percent agree because we totally do. We compare ourselves to this person and this person. And, oh, you said it so beautifully. I love it. Okay. Keep going. Well, thank you, Diana. Yes. So that comparison, it kind of clouds our vision, right? And eventually it leads us not just to being envious of someone, but it leads us to kind of wanting to be like them or even be them. And we wish, you know, oh, I wish I could be like her. I wish I was more like this person. But what happens when we do that is, is we weaken God's team overall. So um, if we talk about the Avengers, they're superheroes, right? Yeah. They each have their own unique um, superpower. And if Iron Man spent all of his time wanting to be like the Hulk, then the Avengers as a group, as a whole, would be weaker because the Hulk already exists. He's already doing his thing. He's already got that part of the the thing taken care of. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. and if Iron Man tries to be him, then, then there's a gap. We're missing Iron Man. We're missing his skills and his talents. And so we... We can't let that happen. You are unique, you, Diana, and all of your visitors or (laughs) or listeners who are listening to this, each one of you, you are unique and God made you that way on purpose. So we learn that from the parable of the talents in Matthew in the Bible. He talks about how he's given everybody different talents and he Mm -hmm. expects us to use them, right? That's what that parable teaches. It's one of the things that parable teaches. And... When we try to be like someone else, instead of developing and using our own talents, then we're, we're burying them, like is talked about in that parable. And that makes us less effective as humans and less effective as women. Uh-huh. All right. So I, is it okay if I share kind of an example of this from my own life? Oh, for sure. For sure. For okay. sure. So I have a friend, and um, we'll just call her Jane. She is a good friend, um, but she is very, very different than I am. Different, different personality-wise, different talents. She is absolutely an extrovert, and I'm not. I'm an introvert. I 
have a really hard time with social anxiety, she thrives on being social and, and interacting with people. Um, she is also fantastic at, at serving in very, um, in social ways, I guess I would say. Yeah. She likes to help large groups. She enjoys being, um, out in public and I, that gives me anxiety. It makes it really hard for me. She, I go to a party and I'm gritting my teeth and I'm kind of like faking it till I make it smiling, <laughs> you know, and she serves in the school regularly. She's always there. She's planning the party. She's at the party. She's, I, okay, I'm going to make it to this party. You know, it is hard for me. I'm a homebody. Um, she is not on social media. She, that's not her thing. Um, she has a Facebook account that maybe she gets on and uses once a month. She's, I don't think she has an Instagram account. I don't think she even knows what Pinterest is. Like I'm, <laughs> I listen to podcasts. I'm reading blogs. I have a blog. I'm teaching people how to be successful online, right? She remembers everyone's names and details about their life. And I struggle to remember where I put my phone. Like I just, <laughs> just different. And for years I have wanted to be her and I'm going to, I'm a little teary eyed here because I've prayed for that. I've wished for that. I've, I've spent sleepless nights and, and felt overwhelming guilt because I'm not like her because yeah. I don't like serving and, and volunteering in my kid's classroom, right? Am I damaging my kids because I don't do this? And so for years I tried to force myself to do that. And then I would come home and like, hyperventilate in my closet and kind of panic because it took everything out of me and yeah. it's just not who I am. So part of this process, as I sold my business and was really thinking about what I, I needed to do is God taught me that I am okay. Exactly who I am. He needs someone who enjoys being on the other side of a computer, teaching people how to be successful online. He needs that. That is my version of being Iron Man. And if I tried to be Jane or Hulk, then something's missing. He's got Jane. She can go out and she can volunteer in the classrooms. He's got her and he's using her for goodness. Uh -huh. She's affecting my kids at school, right? But, but I'm a good, I have good things about me. I am a fantastic teacher. One-on-one, -on -one, I love teaching people. Groups, big groups, I love teaching people. Interacting in groups, individually with people, yeah, not my thing, but I'm a good teacher. And I, I have to tell you, I totally agree with that because I've sat in classes that you've taught before and you are a freaking amazing teacher. I just love your teaching. Thank you. That's very kind of you. But it's been something that's been hard for me to recognize and accept as good enough, uh -huh. right? Like I need to be a good teacher and all the things that Jane is. Well, no, I just need to use this talent I've been given and help other people. I'm organized. I can I can take really complicated tech concepts and break them down in ways that make it easy for people to understand. And I I have learned to love that about myself and I am learning to let go of all the things I'm not. Uh-huh. So I want to make it clear that I'm what I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about not wanting to improve ourselves. Do I want to overcome my social anxiety? Absolutely. I have seen psychologists and I'm taking meds and I'm working through gaining some skills that make those things easier for me. Uh -huh. um, 
but what I what I'm talking about is not not wanting to be someone different, right? So I see Jane go to the school and volunteer. This you know choice number one, and I feel guilty that I don't do that, and so I feel like I'm not as good of a person of her. So I as her. So I decide that I'm going to go to the school every single week and volunteer so that I can be more worthy of God's love because I'm not lovable yet. And I do that even though it causes a lot of anxiety and real stress to my life. And I'm not as kind at home to my kids and I, I need more alone time and I'm just more stressed out in general. So that's option number one. Yeah. Option number two is I see Jane and I think, I love that she does that, that she spends time with those kids at school. And I think, I, I don't know that I'm quite there yet, and that's okay. Maybe I could volunteer to help do some work for a teacher at home. So I'm still benefiting that classroom, and that yeah. means that teacher's gonna have more time to spend with my child and with all the kids there, right? But they're gonna be able to be a better teacher because I'm taking something off of their plate. And you know what, I love music, so maybe I could go volunteer to just teach music to a few kids for the school play. I can handle that. And I find a way to to step outside of my comfort zone and do something that's hard for me, but that isn't exactly the way Jane does it, and exactly, and, and it's not causing me an overwhelming amount of anxiety. I take some baby steps, right? So those are two different scenarios. In one, I'm using Jane's example to motivate me to step outside my comfort zone and be a little bit better. In the other scenario, I am letting Jane's example overwhelm me and squash my own superpowers and I'm not using them. Yeah. So I like to teach women to, to try and, and find that what, what makes you unique. So, um, I have more if you want me to keep going, keep going. I'm um, loving okay. this. All right. <laughs> Just want to make sure. All right. So we've talked a lot about how comparison kind of squashes our superpower. But now I want to talk about what our superpower actually is and maybe how we can figure that out. Awesome. So I believe that your superpower is the unique set of talents and abilities that you have that allow you to serve others, mankind, people in general, in a way that no one else can. So this is can be really, really hard for us to see in ourselves. It actually tends to be something about ourselves that we feel like comes so naturally, we cannot understand how other people don't get it. Right. And can't do it. It, it just seems like, like, and I don't know necessarily because I haven't talked to you, but if I were to guess one of your superpowers, Diana, it would be making people feel loved. And I think that is is something that comes, at least from my vantage point and my viewpoint, comes so naturally to you that it would be hard for you to understand how it is difficult. Like you're always giving hugs and you're always just complimenting people. And you're that is something I have to consciously think about. Um, it does not come naturally to me to be really complimentary, to be physical. Like I'm physical with my children and my husband. I'm uh -huh. willing to hug them and stuff like that. But strangers, like that, <laughs> that does not come naturally to me. And, and so it, but it's, 
for me, one of my superpowers is, is what I, what I mentioned earlier teaching, right? I, to me, I look at something that's like, especially hard concepts, tech, or it used to be like chemistry in college. I could, I could tutor chemistry or calculus, things like that, that are really complicated concepts. And to me, I could break it down in my own brain into these really simple things that allowed me to understand it. And I couldn't understand how other people couldn't do that. Yeah. And so it was really hard for me to see that as that's, that's my superpower. Um, so if we take this back to like Superman, right? It's something that you love doing, that you enjoy doing. I like breaking tough concepts down into little easy to understand tidbits. And I'm sure Superman enjoys flying. Yeah. I would enjoy flying. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> but it's also something that we find easy to do. So there are things that I love doing that I don't find easy, um, like playing the piano. But there are other things that I, that I love doing that I do find easy. I don't think it's hard for Superman to fly. He was just born knowing how to do that. That's yeah. just part of his innate abilities. So your superpower is something that feels burdensome. It's something that you, you're excited to learn more about when given the opportunity. It's something that helps you stay grounded. It, it relieves stress from your life when you get to do this thing or when you uh -huh. participate in this activity. Um, if you know that you're going to get to do something tomorrow that takes your superpower, uses it, then you're kind of giddy when you go to bed. Uh -huh. um, like for me, one example would be like tech and marketing stuff. I love researching online marketing and those types of things. And I, I love it. And so if I know that I'm going to get to do that tomorrow, that's exciting to me. It, 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 it's like Christmas morning. <laughs> um, it's also like we said, something that comes second nature to you. So you might hear people say, I wish I could blank like you can. That's a big clue to your superpower, especially if when they say that, you're like, you totally can. It's not that hard, <laughs> right? Like that's like, you're like, why, 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 why are you even saying that? That's not a hard thing. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. That's your superpower. Um, so don't underestimate things that are super obvious and super easy to you. If they're that way to you, it's probably unclear and murky to someone else. So what, once you know what that superpower is, how do you use it? That to me is a question for that only God can answer. Um, for Jane, her superpower is to be used offline. For me, it's to be used online. There are many, many, many different ways in which we can use our superpowers. And once you figure out what it is, and if you need help, ask people who are close to you. Ask them what they think your superpower is. But once you have identified what it is, then figure out how you can use that. That's where I believe the majority of your time should be spent, is in using that superpower inside your family, and then however else God wants you to use it. And a smaller portion of your time, some of it, a smaller portion, should be spent stepping outside of your comfort zone and growing and changing and developing new superpowers. But sometimes I think we flip-flop that and we spend all of our time trying to change who we are and we ignore the superpowers that we already have. I totally love this. So I have to tell you, I did this and I... I actually posted online and I said, I'm taking this class, which it was your class. And what do you guys see in me that maybe I don't see in myself? And I was overwhelmed. Like, and now I'm getting emotional because it made me so humbled. 
what the people saw in me that I didn't see in myself because you're right. It's, it's just something that comes natural. Like I was like, well, doesn't everybody do that? But it was so humbling to be able to have my friends tell me what they saw in me. So I created a list of my superpowers and I look at it every single day to remind me of those things. Good. So good. Yeah. We just, we discredit ourselves right there. Things about us that other people admire and wish that, that, you know, they're comparing themselves to us and they shouldn't be, but they're, you know, that is, it is, it is humbling. That's a great word. It's humbling. And it's also empowering. I hope it was empowering for you. Oh my gosh. It was so empowering to me to figure out what my superpower was. Well, do you have anything else that you were going to say or are you? That's it for superpowers. I guess I, in summary, I, I guess I would just say that in my dream world, all of us as women would be each other's cheerleaders and champions. And we would be completely authentic and grateful for the talents that we have and not afraid to, to say, to own them, to be like, yep, I'm good at this. And at the same time, we would not be afraid to say the same thing for the woman next door, that she is good at that. And, I, and I'm not, and that's totally okay, right? And we, we can do powerful things together because of our differences. I, that's kind of my, my dream, is that eventually, as women, we can get to that point and, and be this amazing force for good because we stop trying to be each other. We stop wasting our energy on that and we spend our energy um, doing what we're good at and helping others do what they're good at. Awesome. You're so right. We totally need to be each other's cheerleader. I love it the way you put that. Can you let me know where everybody can follow you? Absolutely. The best place to follow me is to join my email list. So my website is designedforgoodness.com. Um, the concept behind that is that God designed, designed each of us with a talent, some sort of goodness, some sort of superpower inside of us that he wants us to then share with the world. So designedforgoodness.com. And you can join uh, my email list by clicking on any of the buttons that say join the goodness squad. You can become part of our team. And I love being a part of the goodness squad. It's so fun. Good. I'm glad to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Misty. You're so awesome. I am so grateful for the opportunity that I had to be able to uh, interview Misty Marsh. And I hope you guys totally loved it as much as I did. She's so awesome. So at the end of each of my podcast episodes, I always recap um, what was said during the episode. So here are three things that Misty said that I want to make sure that you remember. First of all, women can change what is said online. We can help change the tide of darkness and instead share goodness. Um, in doing so, we she said that we invite people to God and to become closer to him in sharing the goodness. Second of all, just as each of the Avengers has their own unique superpower, moms do too. Be grateful for the talents you have. As you're discovering your superpower, It's remember that it's something you are excited to learn about. And you can ask God to help you to know how to use your superpower. The third thing that Misty said that I want to make sure we all remember 
is as daughters of God, our kryptonite is comparison. This comparison clouds our vision. And as mamas, we should be each other's cheerleaders and champions. Don't be afraid to say, I'm good at this thing. And then say, well, my friend next door, she is really good at something else. And lastly, I want to remind you that you are unique and God made you that way on purpose. And together as mamas, we can do powerful things. I know that you have a million things to do today as a mama, and I am so grateful you took time to listen to today's podcast. I truly hope you gained nuggets of wisdom that can help you in your life. Please don't forget to leave a rating or a review if you haven't already. This helps more mamas find hope and inspiration. Have a great day.